When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the best of the Tom Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> Well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My her special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. This is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it, it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all the rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800 770 7008 or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean Bryant. Back everybody to another episode of the best of the Tom Bernard podcast, brought to you as always by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Jamie Lisso in studio talking about his name and the struggles. Next on the best of. And in studio, we have comedian Jamie Lissau. Is that how you say it? Lissau? Lissau? I say Lissau, but maybe I've been oh. saying it wrong. Oh. <laughs> I'll go with whatever you guys want to go with. I was on a radio show for a while in upstate New York, uh-huh. and the guy, which it's my home, it was my hometown. It was mm-hmm. the biggest show in my hometown. I was the sidekick. And the very first week I was on, the guy said Lissau. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I went back to my house, and my mom called me, and she goes, would you tell him it's Lissau? 
Mm-hmm. And I go, sure. And so every day I would tell him it's Lisso, and he continued to say Lisso. Mm-hmm. So after a while, I just stopped. I go, I'm just going to go with. Mm. So five years. Five. <laughs> I was Lisso. Lisso. Every day, my mom would go, could you tell him? I go, I tell, it doesn't matter. He well, doesn't he, care. Well, here in Minnesota, Lisso. It would sound better because we like our O's. Okay, I'll go with that. Perfect. So, what's new with you? What have you been up to? Well, first of all, it's very exciting to be at the House of Comedy in the Mall of America. I know a lot of guys might say that and not mean it, but I I live in a place where there are no stores (laughs) in Fairbanks, Alaska. Yeah. And you guys were talking about uh, Target off the air? Yeah. I took an Uber to Target on Monday. You took an Uber to Target? Just to go to just Target to because we don't have one. <laughs> like every night, I was even talking to you. Remember I told you, I go, oh, I go to, I was at Marshall's. You're like, why would you go to Marshall's? Because we don't have, it's just so fun to have. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's we, like, who are you going to sell meat to? They all shoot their own meat. That's right. <laughs> you don't need to. You're exactly right. Yeah, but you need some $95 earphones. Yes. Everybody does. Am- does Amazon deliver to like. If I live out in the tundra, you know, would Amazon somehow get things to me? I'll tell you the truth. You will get things, but they lie to you. Like when it says, uh, (laughs) when you get something mailed to you, it says, like, Prime just means you'll get it for free, but it might (laughs) be two weeks. Yeah. In the U.S. Postal Service, it's all a lie. Like, if you have it mailed priority, Uh Mm -hmm. after seven days, it doesn't seem like it was a priority. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they have no no law that says they have to get it to you on time. I overnighted something to my mom, and it got there three days later. That's not overnight. Like, it's it's a whole life of that. Oh, geez. We actually just got Mm. our first Walmart last year, and people from Fairbanks, Alaska... It was in the newspaper. They camped out overnight oh, no. in front of Walmart to be the first people. And I just wanted to go to the line and go, do you guys know Walmart will also be open tomorrow and then forever? I know. Oh, God. Well, it's like, uh, it's not quite Alaska, <laughs> but out in Maple Grove about 20 years ago, uh, it was a pretty small town, and they opened up a Krispy Kreme, and people were lined up around the block multiple times just to go to Krispy Kreme that because... It was the first Krispy Kreme that wow. opened. Yeah. Oh my god! So I know the whole small and it was here town for like five years. excitement about nothing kind of feeling. So why did it leave? Did did the did it die down the excitement of the Krispy yeah, Kreme? Yeah, everyone freaked out about it. They ate a donut and then they were like, "I'm good." And then they realized <laughs> one that per it's customer, pure sugar. one and done. <clears throat> yep. Then yeah, then they realize it's pure sugar, so right. you're just gonna like gain weight if you keep going. Gotcha. Stop going. Oh my god! I think Jenny it- Craig's huge out there now, though. I heard. <laughs> and then once Jenny Craig's gone, Krispy Kreme comes back. It's well, the so long con. What would happen if they opened like a Sam's Club or a Costco? They would probably just lose their minds. We just got us. They, they're building a Sam's Club. It might it might have already or a Costco. One of those two. Oh. We had a Sam's Club for a while, and it was huge, especially for local businesses because it's mm-hmm. so hard to get. Even like oil. For cooking, for like a little, say you wanted to have a little taco shop or whatever, mm, yeah. like uh, Sam's Club was huge because to ship that cost so much money. Yeah. So that was huge, and then it closed, and people went nuts when it closed. And I think we just opened a Costco. Oh wow! I got to go become a member. <laughs> I'm very excited. Get it makes you wonder why a Sam's Club would ever close. I know yeah. if everyone loves it so, so much. You can buy a ten pound jar of mayonnaise and Costco's better anyway. That's what up. I heard. It is true. Well, the reason it closed it's not owned was by Walmart. It was not like a um, right. That's true. It wasn't. A, it wasn't just a Fairbanks thing. The Sam's Club closed like uh, I think it was like five percent of their stores, and we were part of that. Oh. Five. I remember across the country they closed a bunch, and mm-hmm. we were just part of that. 
I don't know. But yeah, we we loved it there. But yes, yeah, so we got a Costco. I'm going to jump in there and get uh, get myself a membership <laughs> for sure. Oh, I know. I go there and I'm just like, uh, I have to buy in bulk because of all the kids I have. Mm-hmm. You and were telling me you have how many do you, kids do you have? Between my husband and I, we have eleven kids. We're That's a incredible. blended family. We call ourselves the Schrady Bunch because my last name is Schrader. And uh, yeah, I have to buy in bulk because I can easily go through four boxes of macaroni and cheese for one dinner. You know, and unbelievable. I ha- and I have three teenage boys you know oh, ranging wow. from 12 yeah. to 16 so when i was a teenage boy i could go through four boxes of macaroni oh my and cheese God. just by myself they just, yeah. they, they're like locusts what they, about like I, milk do you go through a lot of milk yes wow. i go through a lot of milk i go through a lot of cereal i mean i i buy things from the grocery store within a day and a half it's all gone and i sort of know what you mean because i have three kids i go through mm-hmm. so much nyquil <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> or benadryl i gotta buy it at costco from now on Oh, I can't sleep. Oh, here, take this Benadryl. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I go to Sam's Club and I buy chips and, and a lot of the snacky stuff because you can buy it in, you know, like 50 bags of chips. Yeah. I don't. I refuse to buy normal big size bags of chips because they take them down to the room and one kid will eat a whole bag in like a half hour. Oh, yeah, totally. It's kind of expensive. Still do that. Yeah, it is. It is. I and my husband's like, where are all our money? Where's it all going? I'm like, food. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I go to the grocery store every day wow. to get something. And, uh, yeah. So, it, Sam's Club or Costco, that's my go-to store when it comes to buying things for the family. So, you're lucky you have it in Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> Very excited. I'm going to I'm gonna get a membership as soon as I go about You just got me thinking about it. I've been, I've been meaning to. Uh, you could probably do it online. I probably could. Yeah. No, they have to have your you have to take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, you can't take your picture on your own computer. Nope. I wonder if they. Oh, they okay. have like a photo booth that you go into and mm-hmm. they snap your picture. Because I was psyched to do it online. We just got the internet up there, so <laughs> looking forward to using it. Is it still AOL. Uh, <laughs> AOL. <laughs> they just get to Alaska. Somehow it's a company that doesn't exist anymore. That's just how the time flows. God, I remember that. It was so exciting to yep. open up your browser and you've got mail. Oh yeah. Is it really? gone? It's just it just doesn't exist. That whole system, yeah, that's gone. Actually, I, I don't think AOL the company even exists anymore. I think yeah, they people still have AOL combined. No, I still have like yeah. eight CDs left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, remember those. Got five hundred more free hours or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it would oh, come into the mail every single day. Oh yeah, and you got so excited. You're like, ooh, I get two free months of AOL. Oh, here we go. AOL was bought by Verizon in 2015. Wow. So they still exist, but now they're a subsidiary of Verizon. So, interesting. Uh, I looked it up for you, and yes, you do have a Costco. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, there you <laughs> go. Now. Oh, it's so it's exciting. You can go to the it Costco is open? here and get a membership card. It's not. Uh, <laughs> no, because of the time difference, it's currently closed. Oh, but, uh, but it is open, like, in general? Yes, like it's yes. Okay, gotcha. That is, isn't it weird when you become a parent what you get excited about? Like, I get excited if I get a new vacuum cleaner. Oh, hell yeah. I just bought a dust buster. <laughs> I know, right? It's the greatest thing. You know, like a handheld. Oh, yes. Va- it's so great. I even got the kids using it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I- know. <laughs> you can't wait to get home and try it. And it's like, oh, I'm so pathetic. What has happened yeah. in my life? But yeah, or you get a new blender or something. You're like, ooh, I'm going to mm, bake something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I just got a toaster oven, and I have not been that excited. <laughs> Like, like since I was dating. What can I cook in it? Yeah, yeah I, I know it's it's nuts, but um, 
Anywho, we got JB in studio now. Hello, all. What's up, JB? How you doing, man? Good to see you. You too. Sorry for being tardy, but I'm always tardy. No yeah. problem. <laughs> I run on CPT. What CPT? Color people, town. Oh, I knew what it was. I was just trying to appear not racist. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, most of the time, I don't run on CPT. No. I was running from another job to here. Well, <laughs> if... If anybody doesn't know who Jamie Lisso is, you are on the show Real Rob. Yeah. It's been on Netflix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've watched the first season. I haven't watched. Is the second season out? Second season's on. Okay. So that's on Netflix yep. currently. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And yeah, you can binge watch that show because each episode is what, only like 22 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So It's one of the rare standard length shows left i love those shows when they're only like 22 23 minutes because so can, nice yeah because i don't i lose interest after an hour because i i'm so busy you couldn't know, agree so. more i was talking to someone the other day and i was saying like how amazing is it that we can watch an entire season mm-hmm. of something in one night and what i'm hoping comes to netflix soon is my son's soccer <laughs> I'd love to watch an entire season yeah. in one night. Save me a lot of gas. Yeah, we got two seasons on, and we actually we just found out we're doing season three, and so we're, we're we've written it already. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to LA Monday, and we're going to find out when we start uh, shooting that. So, and uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, all the boys are in it. Like uh, Adam Sandler did a episode for us. I think season two probably. Okay. Norm Macdonald, David Spade, George Lopez. So it's all of Rob's friends stopped wow. in and. Uh, did a day of shooting, which was super fun. Oh, yeah, I love season one. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny because it's, it's kind of like that um, a view of Rob that you probably wouldn't see. And right. you know he's not really like that, but it's just so fun. He's such a great comedian, and just I, li- I love how he acts. So just to see that. And then your character, who is his personal assistant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was telling you off air, I'm like, you embodied everything probably a personal assistant goes through and you just and it's like you you love him so much and you just mm-hmm. want to make him happy and it's like the stuff yeah. you go through on this show it's like oh my god but yeah i mean i feel like a personal assistant to my kids so i know how it goes yeah and like rob in the show like really he really treats me badly and beats me up which is not the case <laughs> in real life he's changed my life for the better mm-hmm. but i remember when the first season came out my mom watched it Mm-hmm. And she called me up and she goes, "I'm, I, you know, I'm really proud of you for like getting the show on the air and stuff. It's really cool." But she goes, "I don't like the way Rob treats you." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Ma, it's a television show. Johnny Depp's not really a pirate. <laughs> like, he's changed our life. He tried to be, but yes, it didn't work out. Bad for example, him. you're right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. John. Well, I think in Johnny Depp's mind, he is a pirate. I." <laughs> if you see him out in public, but um, what's yeah. so fun about the show too is that we, because it's loosely based on Rob Schneider's life, mm-hmm. you sit at a writing table, and if you're writing like a normal show, you would have to come up with ideas from thin air. You'd have to just create mm-hmm. like whatever out of nowhere. But with Rob, I remember season one, we had episode four. It's called VIP treatment, and we didn't have a good, we didn't have a good cold open. We had mm-hmm. nothing to start with, and so we had the rest of the episode was pretty good. But I was like. Rob, like, do you have anything from your real life? Like, could you tell us if you? It's the one where Rob hits the guy with his car. Oh, <laughs> four. and so I go. Is there anything you could think of like that would be like a funny thing for the beginning of episode four? And he goes, "Oh, I hit this guy with my car once, and um, it was in Vegas, and I hit him with my car. And when the cops came, I was so famous at the time, 
everyone cared how I was doing <laughs> and didn't care how the guy on the ground was doing. Oh my god! And we're like, what? me and his wife are like, what? Do you, what happened? And he goes, yeah, like the cops, like it was kind of like a homeless guy. They basically like stepped over the guy's body, gave me a water, <laughs> and they're like, is that is that guy dead? And so we, I just go, Mike, it's gold. Oh, and so yeah. you just write it into you exaggerate a little bit to make it yeah. funnier, but mm-hmm. so much easier to write a show based on someone's life. Well, and that's how comedy stand up is. You take things from your real life and you just kind of embellish it a little bit to make it funnier. Because a lot of times you hear about comedians like they go through horrible things in their life. Yes, but th- but that makes them the better comedian. Absolutely. So you t- you got to take something bad and just turn it around and make it funny, and then it doesn't seem so bad anymore. You I, know what I mean? I couldn't agree more. I got divorced two months ago, and the whole time in court, I was oh. thinking I'm gonna have so much material, <laughs> yeah. so many jokes. But for real, and then I and now that's like almost. <clears throat> Were you taking notes? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to kill. You're writing a set while, while you're in front yeah. of the judge. Man, this thing where I have no money left is going to kill tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, but it's but if you come to the House of Comedy this weekend, you will see that that's kind of like where my where I'm transitioning to. Mm-hmm. Is like I can't I if you saw me last year at the House of Comedy, I was married guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was hap- happily married guy. I didn't realize I I wasn't. But if you go this week, you'll you'll see like the the true like as your life changes, you have to mm-hmm. change your act, and yeah, you get so much uh, funny stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna. My sister and I are gonna venture out to House of Comedy this weekend. I would love that. Yes, yes. So, and we are giving away passes, correct? Absolutely. We'll be giving away two pairs of passes. Um, you can call in if you want. Uh, it's nine five two. 800-1492 and I'll be posting a thing on social media all you have to do is tag a friend that you would like to bring to go see Jamie Lissau at House of Comedy this weekend your shows are tonight 7.30 and 9.45 I think it's, is that right? Mm-hmm. And then 7.30 and tomor- 9.45 and then yep. tomorrow no at idea. 7 and 9.30 and yep. Sunday at 7 I nailed it, I yeah. crushed it. <laughs> I, and if you're divorced, come on out yes, come on, <laughs> here's really some like good it. divorce you're going to really like it if you're divorced I'm talking to 90% of people when I say that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, true story. I've been divorced my from my first husband. I've been remarried now with my second husband. So I know how the whole divorce thing works and custody. And, oh, God, it can be, especially when you have a toxic ex, it's not easy to deal with. I don't think anybody uh, in this room knows anything about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right? I do. Do you, too? Uh, You're not listening, I've, right? I'm... Uh, <laughs> I've almost been divorced longer than I've been alive. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to take... Thought, well, you were going to say, my, I've almost been divorced like five times. That's what no, they were going to say. No, my, my son is what? He'll be 30 this fall? Wow. But we need yeah. to take a break. Yeah, here. we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, talk more about divorce. Maybe we have some divorce counseling going mm-hmm. on Please. or something like that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we'll be right back here. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. My name is what? My name is My name is It's name Sadie. My name is My name is My name is Jamie Lisso on the best of Coming up next, actually closing out the show. We're opening up the old vault. All the way back to one of my personal favorites, so it's an extended clip, episode 418. 
April 10th, 2014 with Dion Cole, fresh off the plane. Next on the best of girl I wanna win pregnant. And Dr. Dre said Slim Shady, you a basic. Uh-uh. Watch your face red, man. You waste Our special guest, Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday night, Dion Cole. How you doing, Dion? Hey, I'm good. I'm tired. I just flew in and Where'd you come from? From uh, Los Angeles. Wow. And yeah, so I just flew in and I didn't go to sleep last night and got to the hotel and you know, hotel problems and this ought to be a barn burner interview. <laughs> yeah, 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 this is, yeah, you're yeah, already funny as hell. This is killing me over here. <laughs> I got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, yeah. actually, I'm going to change this interview, okay? I'm just going to start over again. <laughs> okay. Are okay, you ready? All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a great honor to have our special guest, John Lee Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> he sounds just like Dion Cole. I didn't realize that about John Lee Hooker. Unbelievable. You ever see, did you ever see the Hook interview? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It was unbelievable. He'd have a bottle of Chevy's under his chair. Yes. Oh, wow. Going, yeah, well, we go down there all the time. We have a wonderful time. I love the hook. He was a great I got guy. to play with him. You got to play with John Lee Hooker? Rooftop in Milwaukee. I'm there oh. for a wedding. My ex-brother-in-law was crazy. The guy's name's Baron Vogelsberg. He's from Brooklyn, New York. His name is Baron Vogelsberg? And his brother's name is Earl. Just oh, my care. God. So this we're in a rooftop oh bar, God. one in the morning, and he looks, and Baron's a musician, too, and he looks over and he goes, God damn it, I think that's John Lee Hooker. And we look over there, really? and sure enough, he's in the corner with a bunch of God. girls who had just done a show there. So he walks over and starts <clears throat> talking to him, and then he comes back and goes, I'll be right back. And he goes down to his room, gets a couple of guitars, and starts playing with them. One of my favorite things about John Lee Hooker, we have a call here. Dion Cole is our special guest at Rick Brown's House Comedy. But I have to mention, one of my favorite things about John Lee Hooker is he would just start going, you know, he goes, let me tell you a story. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> Who we got on the phone, Andy? We have Mike from Blaine. Mike from Blaine. Oh, I bet you're calling to talk to Dion Cole. No way. Hi, Dion. How you doing today? Hey, what's going on, brother? Pretty good. Um, I was just wondering if I could maybe ask you a few questions today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. First, uh, how was the, uh, working with Rashida Jones? Oh, she's fantastic. She she's one of the best, man. So focused, so so fine, so funny. She's great. Absolutely, we had a good time. Very good time. So, uh, was it fun playing the uh, canine guy for my, for that new pilot you did? Yeah, it was great. Uh, the, the dog's name is Jax, but in 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 the in, in the show, his name is uh, his name is Officer Officer. Uh, Hoffman, that's his name, Officer Hoffman, and he and uh, yeah, he, he was a great dog. He's actually almost human. It's the only thing about him is he got four legs. The way that they portray him, whatever. But yeah, it, it, it was great. It was great. I never worked with a dog as a co-star, so it was great. All right, so uh, it sounds like you've been. Uh Indulging in some of the the Keisha today is that true? Just landed, not yet, <laughs> not yet. This is you know, <laughs> That's a great question. I know, right? <laughs> That's a great just, question. Just landed, <laughs> but 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 will be, will be, will be. <laughs> now, Mike, explain yourself. <laughs> what? 
Because I'll tell you what, Mike is as high now as you want to be. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Is that not right, Mike? Come, come pick me up, Mike. Come pick me up. Clearly, you've never been to Blaine. Never. What else you got, Mike? All right. Uh, I heard you uh, had a bad experience in Cleveland once. Yeah. Yeah. I got a. Um... I had a gun pulled on me in Cleveland. Uh, guy was talking in my show, and I like just shut him up. And then after the show, he comes up to me in the parking lot with like one of these like banana clip Uzis, and just was like, <laughs> "All right, talk now, funny man. Be funny now. Like, oh. like be funny now." And I was just like, "How? How? Tell me how I could be funny right now. I will do it if you just show me the way." Just, Show me how to be funny with this banana clip Uzi in my face right now. And the police came and he ran. In what situation do you need an Uzi? I know. And where do you, like, like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You were going to say, where do you buy them? I was about to say Then you realize where you knew where to buy them. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Are you an informant? He's that's exactly. That's exactly what I was, I was like. This. Where do you buy? Uh, oh, 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 right. right. That works. Yeah, so I'm assuming that hat you're wearing is not for Cleveland. I know. No. Yeah. 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 It's not, not for Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're on camera. That's right. I forgot. You know. Uh, so, so, Mike. Yes, Tom. Are you going to go see Dion this weekend? I don't know. I just went like two weeks ago to see Brad Ernst. So. Well, you don't want to get out of the house more than once a month. (laughs) (laughs) His quota. That's where he's got his banana clip Uzi and his. I only laugh once a month. (laughs) Other than that, there's tragedy and misery. You get hurt or rib otherwise. (laughs) I know. That's very true. (laughs) You got anything else, Mike? Oh, your uh, mustache bit is really good. Oh, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Too bad you can't hear it. (laughs) You'll be home, right? (laughs) Yeah, what about that, Mike? What about that, Mike? I'm still asking you. I'll try to picture you, Mike, with a banana clip Uzi in your hand. I I can't picture that. (laughs) Shaking like a leaf. And Dion be going, I knew I I shouldn't let white people in here. Let me show you how to hold that. If you're going to have it on me, let me show you how to to hold it on me. All right, Mike? It's true. Is that everything, sir? Yeah, we'll uh, call it there. It's good. No, I mean, you can, you can ask another question if you want. I don't want to hold you up. <laughs> you got to get back to sleeping. Or... I know. Mike is doing something. <laughs> Shaving a cat or something. Something's something got your focus right now, Mike. All right. Well, uh, you're a black box show. Uh, are you going to do more of those? Yeah, yeah, we're looking for another place to take it. We can go to another network, and uh, yeah, absolutely, it, it is definitely in full effect. What about the Tom Bernard network? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. What yeah. do you think about Look that? At that. <laughs> That's my good. son, by the way. Oh yeah, he's my sure son. And she's my daughter. Oh wow! 
the hey. fans. The family. My wife is usually here, but no, she's uh, not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Be it real. depends on your uh, the time frame we're talking about. I get uh, I get done. I do a morning show as well. And you're going to be on the morning show with me tomorrow. Great. Morning. And you'll probably be more awake than you are now. I will be. I, I, I will be. Actually, I hope you're not because I like this. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, I went to shave, and then we had no hot water. I went in the utility room, and it was about there was about six inches of water. Our water heater, the bottom blew right out of it. Wow! So she's at home taking care of that. Oh. But otherwise, she would be here. Oh, okay. Which would be a good thing. Oh, okay. She's cool. a plumber. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. See you later, Mike. Later, uh, Don and Tom and Andy and Mike and uh, Dion. Have a good show. And Don't Alex. worry about me. Don't worry yeah. about me, Alex. Mike. It's fine. <laughs> Way to go. Way to go, Whatever. Mike. Like Sexist pig. No, there. no, that's enough out of you. Uh, Hang on. Oh, <laughs> that enough. Dion, I got a question for you because yes. I watched uh, uh, some of your stuff and mm. and. Uh, Something struck me uh, as being absolutely true that you say okay. that shocks everyone in the audience until they realize that it is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But uh, you uh, have a, a belief that every white woman in the world gets one black man for free. Yes. In sex. Yes. That's and they have to have that before they get married. And it's acceptable. It is acceptable. <laughs> Who invented <laughs> this rule? You, 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 <clears throat> I was watching on YouTube. I was watching on YouTube, and he said that, and, and and he said that, and they take a shot of the audience, and all the white women in the audience are just like, like does well, he know that? I will tell you something that I know. I, I might be. What's funny is the white man looking around. Like, is this true? Well, no, that is, can't be this? true. Yeah, what is what is this? I will tell you something. I might be the only white man in America that knows what that's called because of where I grew up. Where? He grew up on the street. I grew up uh, yeah. in, a, in a very urban neighborhood, and that is called a something kick. It's oh. called she's on a kick. She's on a black kick. Mm, kind oh, of but, like I, <laughs> I'm just keeping, I'm keeping it light. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. keeping it light. I'm keeping it light. Well, I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, they, they can put it together. This is a smart audience. They know this. But that was basically, oh, she's on a kick. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you're talking yeah, exactly. about. Exactly, yeah. I hear that's, but, but <laughs> black people don't see it like that. But yeah, a lot of, yeah, no. yeah. No, but I get it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. But Good. I'm not going to take away your joke because you may that's use hilarious. it tonight. But, but they're. Nah, uh, not of, no more. One, one not more. One not of the no lines more. is that that uh, you go ahead and tell it then if you're not going to use it uh, tonight. But there, there was a, a white woman who had the opportunity mm-hmm. to have a relationship, a sexual relationship with a black with a man, black man, and turned it down. Yes. Now you have to tell why. Because his penis was small, and she didn't want to waste her opportunities for. <laughs> He had the one black guy that she was going to have sex with, not with him. <laughs> she turned him down because his penis is small. Listen, unless it's she's going to go, she's going to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless it's the size of a two-liter Pepsi bottle. <laughs> Oh, we we got a charge for visitation. <laughs> if, if it's that, wow. See, what I, this is one of the things I like about doing this afternoon show, this podcast, because you never know what's going to happen. On oh, I, just, I love podcasts. I do. Too. Yeah. I, I do. Too. I just love doing them. We we're just talking about uh, about Chicago, where Dion grew up, South Side of Chicago. When I would get on to do a bunch of voiceover stuff, I always flew into Midway, mm-hmm. which meant uh, you going down Cicero into the city. And it was always a great treat. And I was trying to think of where the streets, you know that street that goes 
as it goes through the neighborhoods in Southside Chicago, it changes from it goes from like Pope Pius the Twelfth Boulevard, and then it becomes Caesar Chavez Boulevard, and then it becomes like it changes like with ethnicity. To Martin yeah, King. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like, well, you're in this neighborhood now. You're in this neighborhood. <laughs> That's crazy. People don't know, though, that Chicago is a super segregated city. It is. And absolutely. It's even segregated with, with white people. Like, you have, like, the Polish over here, yeah. the Italians over here. Like, it's it's segregated, like, to the fullest. And Greek you know? town. Greek, Greek town. town and, yeah, absolutely. No, it's, yeah. It is a, it's my favorite city in the world, Chicago. Yeah, I yeah. love Chicago. Yeah, I, that's, man, that's my place. It's, 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 we need to get a little bit together over there because it's, it's a little, been a little crazy, you know. We even got a, got a show called Chicagoland that's just mm-hmm. showing how crazy it is right now. It's retarded, but, you know, it's, you know they're going to get it together. It'll be all right, though. It'll I told a story about still two Still love weeks. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I told a story on the air here about... <laughs> This friend of mine uh, from the radio business, mm-hmm. he told a story about the first time he was ever in Chicago, mm-hmm. and he, he drove down to Chicago, the white guy, and he decided he needed to get some gas, so he pulls off. This sounds delicious. It is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Already. At least it's ahead. hilarious to Already. me. Already. Go ahead. <laughs> he said, oh, I need some gas before I get into the city too far, so he pulls off the, the freeway, and he's gassing up, and he goes to the... That a man inside he says, "Excuse me, sir. Could you tell me what's the ba- best way to get downtown?" And the guy stared at him for about five seconds, didn't say anything. He went, "Man, you on the west side." <laughs> That's great. And he was like, "Well, like, what does that mean?" Like, you don't want to know. Just go away. Yeah. What's the best way to get downtown as fast as you can, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> the same deal. Skokie. <laughs> a friend named Mark Elliott from Skokie. One Fourth of July decides he's going to buy some fireworks, so mm-hmm. he goes into the city. He's going to buy some illegal fireworks, bootleg fireworks. So he walks up to a couple of guys standing on a corner, and he walks up and goes, uh, "Excuse me, do you know where I could buy some fireworks?" And one guy looks at the other, goes, "You got money." <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, it's the greatest. You got money? You got money? You got cash money on you? You coming down here with cash money? That is, that's so funny. I, I know where the fireworks that. are. Let me hold a hundred dollars. That's exactly right. Nice Jewish kid from Skokie. You know, well, like you're saying, it's very segregated. Skokie was almost all Jews. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, it's segregated Jews. that way. It's segregated even with blacks. It's gangs. It's different gang segregation. It's different. Like, and then you got segregation of class. You know, yep. like money and all of that. And right now, there's so much going on in Chicago because they, they're tearing down a lot of the project buildings. Robert That's, Taylor Holmes yeah, gone. Yeah, all that, Green. Yeah, yeah, all of that, which is around the downtown area. Yeah. And they're tearing all these down in order to build this <clears throat> hipster community of yeah. places. But what they're not realizing is they're tearing down also multi-million dollar drug spots oh yeah and by them turning these projects down they've been selling drugs there forever so people who get their drugs have been going to the same spot all this time so by you tearing down this project they have to relocate and when they relocate they try to 
they got to try to go to some, somewhere else where somebody else is selling drugs and try to take over their territory because this is in it and it creates this war that's oh, yeah. been going on in Chicago lately and, and they don't know what to do about it. And it's like, well, you know. I don't know. Maybe you need to open up some drug houses. Yeah. <laughs> well, an example of what you're talking about, and this is a true story, in 1982, I flew into O'Hare on this particular trip and going down Division Street through Cabrini Green. And I hadn't eaten anything. I didn't get any airplane food or whatever. So I knew there was a McDonald's right across the street. So as soon as I, I tell the cab driver, as soon as we get uh, down the street a little bit, I want to pull into McDonald's. He goes, what? I said, I just want to pull it. We drove by and it had been torn down because somebody was using it as their headquarters. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they just tore the building. I had never, they tore down a McDonald's. <laughs> but yeah, it's Man, exactly where, what you're talking where, about. Wherever, wherever they can post up and do it. But yeah, like I said, they've been tearing it down and they've been wondering why everybody's been murdering and getting killed. And not. It's, it's, it's a problem. But um, they had like the. Um, the um the, the um military there and yeah they did yeah, yeah national yeah, guards national guards that's what I was trying to yep. say that national and they're still there I mean, you know is there anybody left for Rahm Emanuel to piss off no, <laughs> he is pissed every motherfucker off. He should, in the be, place. he should be in the Guinness Book yeah, of World Record right, right now. Yeah. How many people he's been pissed <laughs> off? Dude. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, he's 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 just doing his own thing. Yeah, the park in there is so crazy. It's four dollars an hour. Four dollars an hour to park at a meter in downtown Chicago. An hour, an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. From a quarter to a four dollars an hour. That's, That's a little crazy. bit of a jump. Yeah, a little bit. Huh? And everybody thought, you know, since he was, a, you know, working with President Obama and all yeah. that, he'd come in there and he'd, he'd be. But he's did he, he's done the exact opposite. Yeah, absolutely. What everybody thought he was going. Yeah, do. absolutely. He just you give people some people power and it just doesn't work. Just doesn't work. It's yeah. too bad. Mm-hmm. Alex, are you playing Words with Friends? What do you got going over there? I am not playing Words with Friends. I don't play games on my phone. You know, what are you doing? Looking at Neil Patrick Harris's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. Now that's really the, Mr. Cole is sitting right that's here. nice. I don't have anything to say about Chicago. Yeah, that's kind Why of not? Though. You love going to Other Lollapalooza. Other than I go to Lollapalooza. But yeah, that's, that's like, I just walk to Grant Park, flail around for hours and then Here's a go different. home and sleep <laughs> or go back to her, her her experience in chicago is a little bit different because she goes and stays at the peninsula and goes to Lollapalooza and then comes back home oh so it's a different uh, view of chicago. yeah 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 <laughs> but another great part about chicago i mean that that whole side of chicago is great too it's, mm-hmm. just a, it's a wonderful town did you ever hang on halstead street <clears throat> yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah i did yeah. We, it was always a lot of fun for me yeah. That was the first time I ever got in trouble in a restaurant, though. God. Did you try to stab somebody in the neck with a steak knife? That was the first time. <laughs> no. That was the first time. He does time. that all the time. No, I did, no, no, I did it twice. This man. I did because it. he will stab you in the neck I with a steak knife. I did it twice. And the first time was at Morton's I've only in stabbed Chicago. twice. Two people in the neck with a steak knife. Only, only twice. twice. Yeah. I was much younger then, and I was at Morton's. You know, Ernie's and Morton's right there. Yeah. And I was in there, and I got in an argument with a guy at, a, at the table. Uh-huh. And... We're kind of raising our voices and blah, blah, blah. And this guy at the next table said, you know what? You guys calm down. And you know those big steak knives they have at Morton's? Uh-huh. I picked it up and said, shut the fuck up or I'll stab you to death. 
I was escorted out of the building. Really? I can't believe <laughs> They misinterpreted that. I know, I know. Right, right. The right, only right, thing that right. doesn't make sense about that is that it happened in Chicago. I can't believe that and anybody would ever say anything like that to you. No, no you're absolutely right. <laughs> but that's how Chicago is. Like, you probably would have got arrested anywhere else. They just was like. That's probably true, yeah. We're just going to need you to leave and take your <laughs> knife and your anger and go out into society. <laughs> <laughs> Where you belong. Where you belong. Get out. Go out there with the rest of those maniacs. But I only did it one more time. No, I've only done it twice. Once was in like 1984, and then it was again two years ago. But I've calmed down quite a bit. That's fantastic. I'm much calmer now. It's gotten older. Although you'll notice there are no knives. I know. No, no I started looking. I was like, I saw that knives. It's better than a banana clip ooze. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling that out in a state. I know, right? That would not be a good thing. So crazy, man. So crazy. How do you like writing for other shows? Like, you've written for a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I, I love it. It's just another outlet. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like like when I write, I I, I get into the minds of other people, and then I just start looking at what they like and how they think, and then I start beginning to think like they think, like what Conan, you know, Conan is very quirky, but very mm-hmm. smart as well. So you have to, it's it's a very unique way of writing for him because it's as brilliant as he is. You know, he graduated from Harvard and all of that, and he likes to dissect jokes. So as you write them, you also have to dismember them at the same time. So you'll write a joke that's funny, and then you'll dissect it as well. Like if 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 I wrote a bit about a bat in the studio and he's at the desk and we'll have a bat come through the studio and he's mm-hmm. just like, look at this bat. Why is this bat around here? You know, and that'd be funny. But then you also have to write him going, okay, wait a minute. Let me see that. Bring that bat back in here. Did you see the string that the bat was on? Look at the texture of this bat. We don't have no more money to, to have a better bat than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what what is the problem around here? That is dissecting what we just wrote. So you have so it's like a funny on top of a funny that you have to do with him. And do you mind that? Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a different way. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, is to make people laugh, regardless yeah. if you go, this is stupid. If you right. if you're laughing, going, this is stupid, and and you're just laughing, regardless, the goal is to make you laugh. So. Now, the a question that I have is whether when you're working for somebody like Conan, who already has an established personality, mm-hmm. um, and 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 please don't take this in the wrong way. Oh. But do you have to write white? Do you have to write white humor, or is all humor the same? No, no, it's it's perspective. Like like me and him, like if you go on on our website the, the, or if you've been watching the show, you see things that me and him do a lot of stuff on the show that we do together. It's the fact that I can be myself. Right. Which brings the funny because you have this white guy that's from Harvard, grad I mean that, that that's graduated from Harvard or lived from Boston, just Irish white dude talking and mingling with this black dude from Chicago, the south side of Chicago, allows me to be myself and him to be his self. And as we clash, that's where the funny comes in that that I can be myself and we don't we 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 got good intentions with each other, but we just don't see eye to eye with 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 how I interpret things and the way he interprets things, but our goal is to Make it happen regardless. But the genius is you're writing his lines as well. Exactly. That's cool. So what I do is just let him be him. Yeah. 
And and the more real he is, the less we rehearse. Nah. You know, and that's the way that I, I look at things when I write. That's very you know? cool. Yeah, yeah. So I keep him as, as he is, and I stay. But you you I must am. hear his voice in your head when you're writing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He would, so, he'd say this. Okay, he wouldn't say that. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, he'll say this, he'll say that. But I wouldn't per se. I wouldn't go. Okay, what would a white man do? And, right. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're writing. You're writing for the person, not the person. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You only yeah. do that when you're in elevator. Yeah. <laughs> What's this white man gonna do? Anybody got any mayonnaise? I bet he gets off on this floor. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you do your uh, writing for your um, for your uh, stand up acts, mm-hmm. um, that has to be uh, uh, something that you do. Uh, I presume sitting at a, a computer and you're working on it or you're or you're recording it or whatever but it seems the collaborative process where you're sitting around the table and you're starting with an idea and you keep hearing it bounce back and forth and people making your stuff better do you find the collaborative process when you're working with writers other writers and you uh, set up a bit and then they add their piece and you add yours uh, is a quicker way of uh, putting together humor than it is just sitting and trying to figure out alone what you're going to do in a stand-up routine. Yeah, well, when it comes to me writing for myself, it has to something has to happen. <laughs> Somebody has to have a. It has to be a situation that I never heard before. It's got to be something that you know, something that I went through or whatever. And then I, I'll go, man, that's funny, and then I write it down. As far as like writing with a group of people yeah it's funny because the demand is 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 is, is, is higher you know writing for conan you have to have new material every day the process is insane like what we do every day you go to work you there like nine o'clock and you you go through the news and premises and stuff for about maybe about an hour and a half and then we have like interns that give us we have like 50 interns that send us like over like 75 premises and we'll go through those and then we'll have a meeting like around 10 30 11 o'clock and about talking about what we're going to what what we think is funny and what we should do and what we don't do and whatever he likes the head writer he picks it and then you off to producing it. You write the script. You 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 cast it. You you build whatever props you need, puppets or boats or whatever you need done. And all of that is happening by one thirty. Then you rehearse it, and he comes out and he sees it. If he likes it, cool. If not, you tear it all down and you start all over with something else. Mm. But then if he does like it, then it's on the air by four thirty, and you produce it right and cast it and everything. Then after it's over with. You back to doing you you on to the the next uh, thing or whatever. So it's you need a, a, an ensemble of people to make that happen. Well, you picked up a couple of Emmys in this writing. Yeah, I was nominated. Yeah, nominated, I've been nominated for yeah like two Emmys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. and um, three Writers Guild Awards and yeah two Emmys. So, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. So. If you don't keep talking, he's going to tell you about his Peabody Award. You know, <laughs> I would like to hear that. <laughs> oh, no. I like you right up till then. <laughs> uh, what time is your car coming, Dion? Uh, five minutes. In five minutes? Yep. We'll get you out of here in five minutes. <laughs> Might be able to get back and get about maybe an hour nap in. Probably not. If I go to sleep, man, I'm asleep. <laughs> you sleep. Hey, I might as well just stay woke, man. There's no napping. See, if I take a nap, it makes me sick. 
I literally get sick from taking naps. I can't, really? If I go to sleep, I'm just like you said. If I go to sleep, I have to stay to at, uh, stay asleep. Yeah. Because if I wake up and you know I can do it for like 15 minutes and I'm okay, but if I if I take like an hour nap mm-hmm. and wake up, I feel terrible. Yeah, that's how I know I'm gonna feel that way, and I'm gonna be groggy. I, I, I might as well just stay more the groggy I am now. Yeah. Just catch your second wind. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Something like that. And by the way, I love the word. Groggly. Groggly? <laughs> that word is from now on. I know, I'm going to be all groggly. <laughs> yeah, you are going to use it from now on, are you? Don will be good. Well, how are you doing? How are you doing, Don? Kind of groggly. Kind of groggly today, but. <laughs> but now tomorrow, it'll all work out just fine. Hilarious. How much time do you spend on the road every year? Man, uh, at least two to three weekends a month. Ooh, yeah, it's all over the all over the place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, I've, I've been I've been behind a desk for like five years, like like actually sitting like behind the desk at Conan, like for years. Conan allowed me to just go out and do stand up over the past since like. Like October, he was just like, man, you can go out and like hit some hit some clubs. Even though I still worked there, like I was on the show last night. We did a sh- uh, thing. It's on Huffington Post too. We okay. did this thing last night on the show about uh, Kim Kardashian. So I'm at the studio and and I work, but it's like when I when I when it's time for me to go do a show, he allows me to go. You know what I'm saying? So I can leave on a Thursday and Friday and stuff like that, and you no, know, hit it. I want you to tell me the truth about something. Yes, you have to tell the truth about absolutely. This. When you watch the Kardashians, yes, does it make you laugh at all white people? Because <laughs> honestly, God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it really is. It's embarrassing to white people. It's embarrassing to white people. This the Kardashians like, oh my God, are you going to do that again? I'll tell you, I don't even watch that show, man. No. I don't even know. I think I don't even know no black people that I know black people watch it, but I don't know no black people that. No, watch that's it. a relief. That's a relief because I I, I, I know, know they I know all, I know black people. But I was in the news business for fifty years, and for, so black people would always complain of the way they were portrayed. They were saying. Uh-huh. We're not all like that. We're not all like that. And all the white people are watching your news and they're seeing uh, this person being handcuffed and put in uh, because they're some kind of gang member. Mm-hmm. I'm a banker. I'm not like that. But right. somebody sees me walking down the street and I'm that color. They think I'm like that. So right. please don't put that stuff on television. Uh-huh. And that's exactly the way we feel about the Kardashians. <laughs> and I am that's so great. glad to know you're not watching because we thought all you were judging us based on the Kardashians. Oh, no, no. We're judging you on Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> oh. That's what we're judging you on. <laughs> Kardashians is fine, but Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, well, that's, that's a very good point. That's a good point. It might be from a different planet. I know, man. By the way, Don, I'm really happy you didn't end that sentence right in the middle. The way you started that sentence, you said, you know, all black people complain. <laughs> I was like this. Proceed. Proceed. Fantastic. I'm glad I found my period. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, go see Dion Cole. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night for two shows, Saturday for two shows, and a Sunday show as well. Yes. It was very, very nice man, to come pleasure. right from the airport. Pleasure. Just to pleasure. Come Thank you all so much. You all have been awesome, man. And congratulations on the show. And keep it going, man. Thank you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Yes, absolutely.
Thank Let's you. Have sir. more fun. Later. We Bye. shall. We shall indeed. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Clips may not be in the Magic Kingdom, but they sure are magical on this episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you, as always, by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week. Jamie Lisso and Dion Cole. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week.